Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. And welcome to this week's Man of the Post podcast. Uh, I'm producer Ross, and joining me this week is Colin, Tom, Greg, and Adam. Say hello, chaps. Hi. Hello. Hi there. I should say, as a disclaimer before we get going, I've seen 23 minutes of football this weekend, and that doesn't include match of the day. So uh, I will very much be in my role as host this week. Professional. Exactly. Uh, we will start, though, with the sacking of Paolo Di Canio, which happened literally minutes after we finished recording last week. <laughs> I'd like to thank Sunderland for that. We're um, we're hot on the, the <laughs> topics that matter to football fans as they happen, aren't they? Oh yeah, we're on the ball list. But we've said for weeks it's been coming, and it finally came. And what's annoyed me now is he hasn't even broken into the into the uh, training ground yet. That's probably going to be announced in a couple of minutes, <laughs> as soon as we finished here. Yeah, well, uh, we'll bring that to you next week. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah, th- yeah, it's happened, didn't it? Well, I mean, I mean, one thing that stood out for me is, um, I'm sure I've mentioned this before, is that the bookies were at it again for the next Sunderland manager odds. Yeah. Straight away, Roberto Di Matteo put in as Evans' favourite to replace him. He's a uh, 40 to one now. Yeah, I, I looked at that and I thought, hold on, am I mad? So I had to actually check up on the history. But Roberto Di Matteo was available and free yeah. when they hired Di Canio. So I thought, <laughs> um, my rule is never, ever go for the favourite when they open the, the betting for new managers. And um, now it's because Poy is the hot favourite. Yeah, he's 8-13 to 13 currently. Nigel Clough's available. 100-1. to one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we should say, yeah, Nigel Clough was sacked yesterday as well. Which, uh, when I Tom thinks is a terrible decision. That's shocking. It is a shocking decision, isn't it? It is. It was part of a long-term project there. Yeah. They, and they just like abandoned it halfway through. Yeah, they just bottled it, haven't they? Like you said, didn't he say on the Football League show that we lost 5-0 five, five to Forest last year? We've only lost 1-0 this year. <laughs> Progress. Improvement. <laughs> 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 but who do, who do we think for Sunderland then? Who do you reckon is going to take over? Martin Neal. <laughs> you can get 80-1 to one for that. Can you really? Yeah, Mick McCarthy's uh, 100-1. to one. I'm sure they'll have him back as well. <laughs> Steve Bruce? The... Steve Bruce. Uh, no money on him available. Uh, the thing is, what, what is Sunderland's aim? Their, their aim, surely, is survival. survival this year, yeah. If you want survival, I'll tell you who you should get. Your fans will hate you for it. Tony Pulis. Yeah, Warnock. Oh, Tony Pulis. No, I disagree. <laughs> not for, no, no, no. Not for, I, see, I, I completely understand your point, Colin, that he never got, he never got Stoke relegated. But he did play in a very distinctive style mm. that he needs to have the players and the ability to coach them into into that method. Um, at Stoke, he had the opportunity to do that in the championship and managed to get up. Yeah, it's not a start. That's not a style that will get you promoted from the championship. But in that occasion, it had. It did. It's not. It's not going to. It's not. Yeah, we tried it last season. Almost got relegated. Didn't work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. But I don't believe that that's a, a style you can implement in the Premier League. I think it's something you need to bring to the Premier League. Mm. Well, Alex McLeish has been out for a job for a while. Love to see him back in football. Not in the Midlands. Oh no, it's too far north for him. He's <laughs> not making it really. Is it? Isn't Neil Lennon been for any job available at the moment? Uh, yeah, he's currently 100 to 1, though, for the Sunderland job. See what is in the Midlands, though. Derby. <laughs> <laughs> Alex McLeish, 40 to 1 for that as well. Get on that right now. <laughs> <laughs> the only Midlands job available at the moment. He's <laughs> got his name written the, all over it. The, the problem I have with Gus Poye is that he's got, no, he's got no real Premier League experience. He had his experience with Ramos. 
at Spurs, and that was a, an unmitigated disaster. Um, apart from that, he's been backed at a lot of clubs he's been at, and he's never really achieved anything. And now he's got to make the giant leap to Premier League management. To be fair, in the Premier League, players are a lot more professional and no one shits on the floor. <laughs> I don't know, what, John that? Terry? <laughs> <laughs> Cut that out of your own good. <laughs> yeah, he would sue me. But it's difficult. I, I, I don't know who... I, I think Sunderland are going to have to sort of maybe stick with their assistant for now. Well, Decadio was a, an absolute failure from beginning to end, wasn't he? Yeah. They, they yeah. got what did they get? Three more, four more points from when he took over from the start of the well from last season. I think I think they got no. I think didn't they get seven points? Seven? They got seven points in six games, so just over a point a game. Martin O'Neill was getting a point a game yeah. at at the his lowest point. He didn't improve on on what Martin O'Neill no. had done. I, I think everyone would have kept that that team up as much as it at the time it would have hurt me to say I've got over it now <laughs> Wigan really kept Sunderland up not Sunderland yeah yeah. oh well uh, let's move on to the weekend's action and let's start at White Hart Lane uh, Tottenham 1 Chelsea 1 Sigurdsson and John Terry with the goals how was this game it was alright <laughs> um, it was first half first dominated second half Chelsea yeah um, but much improved they had a, a centre forward who looked hungry and was doing lots of running in Fernando Torres I thought he looked really good he did he looked sharp and he was he really you could tell he was winding up for Tongan as well was he sent off for well, scratching for Tongan on the face, face. Yeah. No, he sh- no he should have been sent off for scratching for Tongan on the face right. he was sent he, off for the Tongan and himself jumping into each other for a header <laughs> fair enough Seems harsh. Not when you scrap someone in the face. Well, no, I suppose. Totting up process. Um, <laughs> how did William look? Because in midweek against uh, Tw- uh, Swindon, he looked terrible. Didn't play. Didn't play. Did he not? No. That's probably why then. He's played badly, you get dropped. That's Mourinho's methods, isn't it, it seems. <laughs> I, I, don't think, I don't think it was even on the bench, was he? Wow, 30 million pounds. <laughs> did uh, Massa make an appearance? He came he on. Did. He came on for the second time. half, and a lot of people will point to how good Chelsea looked when Mata was playing. But I think that that was more to do with Ramirez playing centrally, yeah, than it was to to with Mata being on the pitch. Not, I'm not saying he didn't look good, <laughs> but I think that Ramirez really did change the game when he was able to influence it in the middle of the pitch as opposed to out wide. That's where he's best, isn't he? Using his engine to really dictate the play. So it's Tottenham in third, Chelsea in fourth. Tottenham really should have, have, have um, driven it home at the end. Probably should have won the game once Torres was sent off. I think they'd be a bit disappointed, given how, how it all unfolded to, to only come away with a point. Well, let's move on to Aston Villa. Getting a win at home to Manchester City, 3-2. What happened here? So, <laughs> from, uh, well, we said this, didn't we? They'd probably lose their next game after beating Man United like they did. I did not expect them to lose this game. <laughs> um, Aston Villa without Abong Lahore Benteke. You didn't you didn't see where the goal threat was coming from. Never mind three of them. Yeah. But all parts of Man City's play were shambolic. That the third goal for Aston Villa was an absolute joke. That was Sunday League. <laughs> we scored a goal like that today. <laughs> To, to just be booted up the pitch, one flick on, and Joe Hart just beaten comprehensively as he came out. Wow. Joe Hart came miles outside his box, and as soon as he got there, he realised I'm not meant to be here, <laughs> and then and then didn't really know what to do, and then he just did a little star jump. Yeah, he wasn't even in a position to stop it. He was just so that far in no man's land. England's number really, one. Wow, that's a it's quite a win for Villa. It's been tough going since the start of the season, really. But they've had a really tough start to the season with the games they've had, haven't they? Yeah, I think it was to on get the... a win at Arsenal and now against Man City. Yeah, I'm sure they'll be happy with that. Yeah, that's not bad. Not bad going. Did City play a, a three-five-two? Just reading the match report on the. I oh, know Villa played a three-five-two. Wow. Uh, five. <laughs> at the back, yeah, I'd say. Five, I'd call it five, three, two. Oh, right, okay. 
the BBC trying to make it look more continental than it actually was. That's what Roberto Martinez called it anyway. So. <laughs> Uh, anything else to say on this game? Villa beat Man City without their best two strikers, Benteke and and Bogahor. That's the headline. That I think that needs to be said. And that's what Adam said about two minutes ago. <laughs> and and City, City haven't won away from home in the league yet. Well done, you saved it there, Greg. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've always got a backup stat. <laughs> well, the team that did win away from home yesterday was West Brom. They beat Man United 2-1. At, uh, Good link. Thank you. Uh, I'll trust it. Everyone, everyone else is going to be going with Manchester in crisis, and you've done that. Brilliant. <laughs> the, uh, the young English striker—I can't say his name—but he's, he's with winner after sixty-seven minutes. I saw some of this in the uh, uh, drinking establishment last night. United looked a bit all over the place. Apparently, yeah, shambolic defending. Absolutely shambolic. Really. Having a good time, is No, not really. <laughs> Rear Ferdinand looked pretty appalling. He was second to every ball. I think his age has finally caught up with him. Yeah. I wonder a little bit if it's to do with perhaps the new management team at Manchester United not quite knowing how to, to manage him as well as Ferguson did. Yeah, he had a lot he of time did, off, didn't he? He didn't. He Ferguson used him sparingly at the, the times he felt he he could, mm. and um, whether he's just played too many games in too short a period of time. I don't know. Yeah, he, he looked shambolic. There's a uh, village out injured as well already. So he was nowhere to be seen this day, was he? He played Johnny Evans, but they looked just as poor going forward as well. Oh really? They they well they left out a lot of their big names, didn't they? Right, Van Persie's still on the bench after his injury last week. Welbeck didn't get a game. Kagawa started. Fellaini, Fellaini was on the bench as well. Yeah, Kagawa started, and I don't. I I I was a big fan of Kagawa when he was at Dortmund, but these Man United fans are starting to piss me off. <laughs> I don't understand what he's done to warrant their 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 insistence that he plays. Yeah. The only thing that makes me think that Gagao should play is how poor Ashley Young's been. <laughs> he... That says a lot when the poorness of another player is the one is what's justifying your selection. <laughs> well, and along with that, what's what's happened to Wilfred Zahar? Wasn't even in the squad. It's just bizarre, isn't it? It's like it's like Moyes doesn't even he's not he doesn't like him. He's not. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he rates him. He's not what they. No. So, why not send him out on loan then, Colin? Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I, uh, I did say when Manchester City thumped Manchester United that it was a blip. <laughs> Maybe it isn't a blip. Um, <laughs> I mean, I that's always I I always catch up on six or six. Um, and there was one guy on there who uh, said that Manchester United would struggle to get 40 points and they'd be in danger of relegation. But, yeah, there does seem to be some problems there at Manchester United. I mean, I'd... it's not looking good. Well, I've seen a tweet that's been retweeted loads today that uh, David Moyes has spent years trying to get Everton above Manchester United and he's finally managed it this season. <laughs> I mean, first of all, Moyes is safe. He is this right. season. He'll get a season, yeah. whatever happens. Yeah. He could be seventeenth till March, and they wouldn't sack him. I don't reckon this season. No, I think he'll. I think he'll get. Yeah, maybe two. Or by two, I mean like maybe maybe one and a half. He'll definitely be given a, a good run into next season. Yeah. I think if you look at Manchester United in isolation and you look at their results, they're very very bad results. But I think if you're looking at it in the grand scheme of things, you look how everybody else is doing. Manchester United get off the hook a little bit because Manchester City look great, then they get beat by Villa. Chelsea are sort of stuttering. Mm. And, you know, if you told me at the end of last season that, that Arsenal would be at the top of the table by clear by two points at this time of the season, then I'd, I'd say you're a madman. But I think it could be, you know, one of the most open Premier Leagues this year 
and maybe all the big teams are going to suffer a little bit and just take points off each other and lose points at places like West Brom and Villa. Well, you're setting up links for me. Let's move on to Arsenal then. Um, they beat Swansea 2-1 away from home. Another Aaron Ramsey goal. I've said that every week, apart from the first week of this season. Uh, Serge Gnabry. Gnabry, the first goal for Arsenal. is the second youngest Premier League goal scorer for them, behind Cesc Fabregas. Um, how do they look? They, the first half was abysmal. It was a, <laughs> a, a horrible spectacle. It was a horrible, turgid get half of football. But the second half, both managers obviously said, no, we're not having this. We're better than this. <laughs> yeah. And the um, second half was um, really good. Both sides knocked around uh, beautifully. Both of All three goals were of a high standard. Yeah. Especially Arsenal's second, where they, uh, Chesney um, rolled it out and they just broke so quickly. And um, just nice interplay in and around the box. They all kept their heads. And uh, they gave it to the man who you'd want in and around the uh, penalty spot at the moment, in Ramsey, who was uh, fantastic. Taking, taking his season, his form out of it this season, is, is he a better player than Jack Wilshere? No. I think Wilshere, he's not going to be... He's just come back from a, a long injury. Mm. Um, he's not going to be the player straight away. He's not going to come back and be the player that he can be. Give him another half a season, and then I think we'll see the best of Jack Wilshere. Plus, he was kind of pushed out wide for a lot of yesterday and couldn't influence the game as much as he wanted to. Yeah. So, but um, give him another half a season, get him in the middle of the park, and I still I think he'll be he'll come good. Okay. Just trying to get some thoughts on that. Um... Tom, you had a bit of luck on this game, didn't you? First goal scorer bet? I did. That was from my uh, earlier winnings from West Brom. <laughs> what did you have on the West Brom one? Well, I just said West Brom to win. Oh, right. just, just two quid on it. Ten to one with an understrength Man United team. <laughs> Couldn't really turn that down. No. So, yeah, then Serge Gnabry, ten to one. First goal scorer. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Fifty quid. Good Easy. Good day all round. <laughs> he hasn't told you about all the bets he did lose, though. <laughs> <laughs> Ignore them ones. The important yeah. point is being in profit for the weekend. <laughs> right, some other of um, Saturday's games then. Southampton, they won 2-0 at home to Palace, and that win puts them up to um, well, fifth in the table now. It's a pretty good win for them. Danny Osvaldo got his first goal. Uh, Hull beat West Ham. I saw this game. This is the uh, only part of match of the day I saw. And it wasn't a penalty, and West Ham should have had a penalty, I think. Anyone disagree? No. <laughs> uh, Fulham lost to Cardiff. As Colin said earlier, Fulham, uh, Martin Yoles, the man under pressure. Good winning goal. He's got all the tools, though. He just needs to get that team working, doesn't he? Yeah. Is there a lot of work in it, though? I mean, Parker's no. past his best, isn't he? <laughs> And I'm not sure why Brian Ruiz is starting on the bench. I know he hasn't been at his best, maybe, but... He's a talent, he's got isn't to play it? like Yeah, he showed it when he came on. Mm. Brilliant goal. They've lost Jackson as well. Michael Jackson. <laughs> it's a big loss. It's a big men- mental blow, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. he's, he's now been uh, ousted. <laughs> They're all reading. Returned to sender. <laughs> Gone back to Alphayed. <laughs> he could put him in his garden. <laughs> <laughs> just in his lounge, just next to him. <laughs> be terrifying. It was seven foot tall, that statue. Terrifying. He had no idea that it was it wasn't appropriate either. <laughs> no. That's my favourite thing about support Chelsea if you don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to win your fans over. Uh, on to today's games. Norwich played Stoke in the early kickoff and uh, Johnny Housen earned them a 1 0 win. A pretty decent goal. He's got an eye for a goal, Johnny. Who would have thought of that, Colin, eh? Yep. <laughs> it was uh, absolutely delightful for me to see some pictures on Twitter of him jumping up in the air with uh, Robert Snodgrass just underneath him. You know, smiles on their faces in their Norwich kit. <laughs> Tremendous. Could you t- the best bit about that photo was in the background. You couldn't just see it, but it wasn't even on the bench. It was just in the stadium behind the bench. You could see Becchio. <laughs> Celebrating with Bradley Johnson. He just had a faint smile. <laughs> All right, just let's move on from that as quick as possible. Uh, Liverpool, 
they destroyed Sunderland 3-1. Suarez is back, two goals. But uh, the main talking point from this game, Tom, is Liverpool's odd socks. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know what... I don't. The kit is bad enough. The shirt is bad enough. Yeah, it doesn't make what sense. What's going on with the, uh, the, the white segment with the bits of purple? <laughs> then to have one purple sock and one black sock. It is very that odd. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Their grey kit was bad enough. Yeah. The red one's nice. It's quite traditional and quite nice. But yeah, the other two are just absolutely hideous. I don't know what they're going to come out with next year. Well, um, Sturridge and Suarez linked up pretty well from what I heard. Yeah, I don't think Liverpool were at their best today. Um, Suarez was a bit sloppy in possession a bit of the time, but mm. Sunderland could have easily got something out of the game. But I think I think Liverpool do look good this season. Yeah, and if there's a time to be playing Sunderland, it's now, isn't it? Reeling from the Decanio effect that's around that club. Is that Giacarini with his second goal for them? Maybe that was a good bit of business from Decanio anyway. <laughs> Maybe. Don't give him too much credit. Luckily for luckily for for Sunderland, Decanio wasn't didn't do the business. It was their sporting director, mm. so they're not necessarily throwing the baby out with the bathwater as long as they hire the right coach now. Yeah, but I, I, I know we're, we're going back to to what we've already spoken about here. But I, what didn't get mentioned then was the the phrase that was the. Swindon um, only used about to describe Decanio's methods, which was management by hand grenade. <laughs> it's a different tactic, isn't it? It's new. <laughs> yeah. What, what? Where next for Decanio? I've got a theory that if Neil Lennon leaves, he'll go to Celtic. He's a bit of a. I don't know my Scottish football, Colin. You probably know better than me, but he's a bit of a hero of Celtic, isn't he? And he surely wouldn't cause any trouble uh, politically. No, is it, I reckon he'll go somewhere in Italy. Yeah. I reckon. Yeah, he can be. He'll be tolerated more there. Can he get <laughs> any other job than the Lazio job, though? I just. I mean, in world football at the moment. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question. Would even Lazio have him? I think that's saying a lot. Yeah, they're doing quite well recently, don't they? They don't want to. Wow, he's fifty to one to be the next Rangers manager. <laughs> Strangely, not in the running to be the next Arsenal boss, though. That's odd. As <laughs> <laughs> uh, we talk some Championship football, there's one game that will not be mentioned because James isn't here, so we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd thought the best time to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good point. Leeds lost two 0 to Millwall, and moving on, um, the QPR. Yeah, QPR continued their run at the top of the table. 2-0 this week, though. Got to push the boat out and get a second goal for a change. Jerry Barton with the first one. Charlie Austin with a nice penalty. Uh, Leicester continued their good run. Barnsley, beating Barnsley. Barnsley at bottom of the table. Uh, Greg had a bolt and get on. They they uh, managed to salvage a last-minute point at home <laughs> to Yeovil Town <laughs> after going down to one of the worst... Um, Goalkeeper blunders you'll see this season by um, Alex. It was, it was Taibi, yes. <laughs> oh, really? It, it really, yeah. I'd probably say it's worse. <laughs> what through the, what, through the legs effort? Yeah, it wow. was it was trickling towards him as well. <laughs> the best part of those blunders are when just a couple of seconds after, just seeing their reaction. Yeah. Some of them lie on the floor. Bogdan just just stood up and just looked at the ball <laughs> as if to say that didn't really happen, did it? Yeah. Why have you done this to me? I like the keepers who then berate their defenders. <laughs> that happens. Yeah, you weren't closing them down. No. It's their fault. Uh, Watford got a win at home to Wigan. I think this uh, European games and there's too many games too quickly for Wigan, I think. They kind of need a break, but it's not going to come because they've got a European game again this week. Uh, Reading beat Birmingham 2-0. Uh and Burnley beat Charlton 3-0. And Blackpool beat Bournemouth 3-1 away from home. <clears throat> Let's talk about uh, League 2. Pompey, gentlemen, what happened? Uh, it was one of the most shambolic performances you'll see from a football side. If anyone saw your tweets yesterday, they could tell you 
I'm not uh, happy, man. I'm not happy. I've had enough of all of them. <laughs> the player, all of the players. I've had enough of the management. <laughs> I mean, it's the more we do right off the pitch, the more we're getting it wrong on it. <laughs> we we really can't have it both ways. No. But yeah, we. For those who don't know, the, we lost to York City, who haven't won since the opening day and have mustered six goals all season. Um, we, well, we lost to them 4-2. Jesus. And um, it was just a shambolic performance from first to last. Um, other than Jeb Wallace was the only highlight. He scored probably, I'd say, the best goal you'll see in any game in England this weekend. He's the he only them. Pompey lad and, in the team, isn't he, as well? He, yeah, he was came for our academy, and he was the only one who could come out of the essay with his head held high. The rest of them, I think they need to concentrate more on what's going on on the pitch other than <laughs> trying to get into the local newspaper. Yeah, goalkeeper springs to mind. Yeah, do you want to tell us what he said? Well, he, the headline in the paper that the other day was from uh, our goalkeeper, John Sullivan, saying um, that he should be judged after 20 Pompey games because <laughs> he hasn't been at his best so far. He's, he shouldn't get anywhere near 20 Pompey games <laughs> judged by his performances. He was at fault for two of the goals. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's not like we've got a lot of options. I mean, Phil Smith's had his blunders as well. So <laughs> yeah, he's flat to a few. I'm not sure the defence is helping him out either. <laughs> it seems to be a different back four every week, from what I can tell by looking at the uh, match reports. They're either making mistakes or getting sent off. <laughs> it's not helping. Which is make, which is, it's changing every week and... I don't want to be pedantic, Greg, but I'd hope to think that getting sent off is a mistake. <laughs> Sometimes that, that's good for them, getting sent off. They, to, they don't have to play the next game. But Whittingham, uh, unfortunately for Whittingham, being a nice guy isn't winning in football games. Yeah. And he's, he doesn't, he's tactically naive. He, he doesn't know his best team. He doesn't know the best formation. Every decision he seems to make seems to be the wrong one. Um, mm. And by the sounds of it, the players yesterday they just didn't bother. They didn't care. And when you that starts to happen, you've got to look. He seems more focused on bringing in as many uh, strikers as he possibly can. Well, that I think that's because he was a striker and he doesn't believe in defending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he signed John Marquis this week from yeah. Noble. And he scored. He came on. Apparently, looked quite good. Yeah. Tidy finish. And scored. He's the one James but, told us a story about a few weeks back that he's a complete twat. That he is. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he, I think he might fit in with this group of <laughs> Did Simon Ferry got off injured as well? Early in the he first. went off injured after 10 minutes, which doesn't help no. our cause, because I think he is probably... Definitely the best ball best player, isn't he? He's our best player, yeah. Mm. But, yeah, we've got Rochdale next week. If we don't get a positive result there, I think Whittingham's days are numbered. Greg, can you afford to get rid of him? Well, like, what's his contract like? Does does it's he need what... to go, or does or can... Is he not on any sort of long-term deal? He's or? on a one-year deal. So probably yes, you think? We probably can, just because we announced our financial results this week for the first I think, quarter that the Trust have been involved in. It, it looks fairly positive. You know, we're doing quite well. Mm. Um, but, yeah, time <laughs> to get rid of a manager. Is there like, any rumblings from the, the Trust? Because obviously they're the ones that are going to have to sack him now, rather than... They, the problem is like, they tweeted just saying uh, straight after the game saying keep the faith but then every response was we've been keeping it for a long time <laughs> and we're still losing every week. Yeah, you are turning and, up in uh, big numbers. And there was 1,400 made a, almost a 600 mile round trip yesterday. Yeah. And to see that and I think a lot of people are now losing patience. Because I don't think the excuse of at least we're around is <laughs> is applicable anymore. What's the what's the management structure like, Greg? Who's who's the one make? Is there one person who makes that call, or does it need to be a board meeting or a shareholder meeting? Or there is um a uh, a board meeting scheduled for tomorrow, although it has been scheduled for a while apparently. So I don't think that expect to see anything come from that. But I think it probably so, will go down to the board. So it's not a one person. There's no chief executive or something like that. There is a that. chief executive. There is a chairman. They uh, might not necessarily have that I, authority. I, no, I think they prefer to put it to a, the board because yeah. they there are supporters trust representatives on there. Mm. So I think it'd be a board decision. Uh, let's talk about some 
European football. And I always say this, but it's not quite European football. But Colin, what's been happening in Scotland? Well, in Scotland, uh, if you wanted goals this weekend, then Rugby Park was the place to be, as Kilmarnock were felled like a mighty oak <laughs> by the uh, men from Celtic with big choppers. Uh, a Giorgio Samaras hat-trick helped Celtic to crush Kilmarnock 5-2. Wow. Uh, good, good prep work, I, I think you'll agree as well, for their next match uh, for Celtic, which is against Barcelona. Um, they've done it before. Uh, will they beat Barca again? <laughs> Almost no. certainly not. No, no, they won't. No. Um, back to the Premiership, though. Inverness Cali Thistle beat Hibs 3-0 with... Uh, more goals yet again from goal machine Billy McKay, uh, scoring a brace, making him the top scorer in a Premiership with uh, his eight goals in eight games. Also of importance is that Hearts would have been hoping for more than a nil-nil draw at home against Dundee United, so that leaves Hearts uh, at the bottom of the table on minus seven. Motherwell stay third uh, after their three-one win against Ross County. No surprises there. Um, and there's a match on Monday evening between St Mirren and Aberdeen. So if you're in Scotland and you're thinking about going to a match on Monday, I wouldn't recommend going to that. Um, because anything that involves St Mirren is shite. Um, and last but not least, uh, a shout out for the Scott Exchange. Yes. Ray, it's made a remember that? return. It has. This was the experiment to turn £50 into £150 um, in one season. Purely betting on Scottish football. Um, everybody said it was impossible. Everybody said I was mad. Um, I only went and won nineteen pounds this week, uh, so that leaves the pot currently at sixty-one pounds. Oh, easy. Uh, yep, yeah, a long way to go yet. But uh, if Ladbrokes are going to offer me odds like that on a treble of Celtic, Motherwell, and Rangers to win, then I'm going to take it all night. So uh, that sums up the uh, Scottish Premiership. Excellent. Cheers, Colin. Uh, Napoli top the Serie A table currently. Um, just behind them are Roma, with Inter Milan in third place, and Juve down in fourth. Uh, Juve had a good win today away at Torino. Um, Inter Milan, after their stonking win last week, they've been held to a one-all draw with Cagliari. Uh, Lazio and Sassuolo finished 2-2 today. Uh, Tom's got some outrageous claims about Italian football regarding Sassuolo. Um, but I think we'll probably leave them out just in case. And uh, Roma currently beating Bologna 3-0. So um, keeping the pressure on Napoli at the top of the table there. Next, Greg, what's happening in Germany? Uh, the two teams that win every week, they've won every week. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, Bayern won 1-0 at home to Wolfsburg. Uh, Thomas Muller got the goal there. And Dortmund put five past ten-man Freiburg with Royce getting two, Lewandowski getting two, and Blasnikovsky rounding off the route. Uh, the other team that usually win by Leverkusen, they won. Uh, Sydney Sam scored, and Schalke, who should win but don't always win, <laughs> uh, they didn't win uh, despite being three-one uh, up after forty minutes. Uh, they drew three all away at Hoffenheim. Oh, that's poor. Um, and yeah, that, that was about it. I'd say. <laughs> As you'd expect. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much, uh, Adam. Give us a Spanish roundup. <clears throat> you won't be surprised to know that there's two big stories in Spain this weekend. You'd probably be able to guess what clubs they revolve around as well. <laughs> but um, Barcelona had a two-nil win against um, Almeria, so who have uh, only managed to pick up three points so far this season. Um, and um, what was really disappointing is, obviously, as the the, um, the travelling circus that is Barcelona came came to visit, um, they decided to charge €190 Euros a ticket. Oh, America, you know. <laughs> which is um, apparently the same price as a season ticket. <laughs> it makes no sense. Uh-oh. But you'll be surprised to know that they didn't sell that out. <laughs> Shocking. Difficult, difficult economic climate in Spain. Yeah. Um, as you'd expect, it's not it's not only teams that win in, should win in, in Spain, but players who should score score in. Leo, Leo Messi scored for Barcelona to open the scoring in, in this 2-0 win. However, he picked up an injury, um, was substituted in the first half and is believed to be out for 
two to three weeks. So um, get your money Neil on Levin, Celtic. Neil Levin can put that dossier of how to stop Leo <laughs> Messi away. Save that for the return leg. <laughs> Over in Madrid, they had a, a slightly sterner test, but um, that's Real Madrid they had to play. And I'm talking about <laughs> Atletico. Um, it was the Madrid derby. Uh, Atletico going to the, the Bernabeu. And um, surprise, surprise, they um, actually came away with a win. Wow. A big, a big turn up for the books, historically, maybe not on form. Diego Costa scoring for them in. in what was a bit of an ill-tempered match. There was eight yellow cards in the game. Um, so Madrid are now five points off the pace. Oh, season over. With um, Barcelona and Atletico Madrid both, well, joint top on um, 21 points. Uh, Villarreal are still flying the flag and, and newly promoted, but in fourth place currently. They had um, a two-all draw with Malaga. And um, they've picked up a win now, so it's kind of ruined it. But I like to keep my Osasuna watch going. They lost 1-0 to Levante. Just being kept off that bottom spot by um, Raya Varacano, who also lost 1-0 to Valencia. They've got a minus 16 goal difference already. I know. <laughs> Talk about spanking. Christ. Yeah. Uh, some of Tom and Greg's tweets regarding the uh, Madrid derby, yes, they were hilarious. Mainly regarding uh, Diego Costa as well. Quite a scary individual. Absolute clown. <laughs> he, absolute he, clown. he pure box office. He was amazing. <laughs> he must have spent about half the game on the floor. And then the rest, <laughs> the rest of it, he must have been pissing off Sergio Ramos. Unfortunately, I didn't get to fantastic. see it. Unfortunately, I, didn't, I, I was busy. I didn't get to watch the game. But looking at the stats here, I can see he scored, got booked. It all, it all makes sense. <laughs> um, was Pepe playing? He was, and yeah. he was getting equally as annoyed. I was going to say because if, if I was going to start on one player, Sergio Ramos would not be my first choice. No, if Pepe was <laughs> available, I know he went straight for Ramos, and then thought, "Oh, I can do both." <laughs> <laughs> you weren't very but, happy with David Villa either, Greg. Were you? David Villa, I didn't realise he was on the pitch until he was substituted off. <laughs> he was. That's why I think Costa was so good because he was having to do the job of two strikers. Yeah. Okay, um, thanks. Uh, Tom, you're going to give us a, a random roundup. Where are you taking us this week? I'm taking you to the lofty heights of Iceland. Wow. Okay. Or the, the Icelandic Premier League, also known as the Urvaldsdild, <laughs> in which there's, uh, there's only 12 teams, right. and uh, they play 22 games each. The, uh, the league finished this week, and uh, I'm just going to... Uh, put the final league table in our chat box which Greg is going to read out in a minute or two there you go Greg um, <laughs> KR won their uh, 26th league title which uh, now they're the most successful team in Icelandic football history uh, unbeaten at home won 10 out of their 11 games which means they qualify for the 2014-15 UEFA Champions League second qualifying round <laughs> Not that they'll have any chance of getting into the actual <laughs> no. Champions League. And to put up, to uh, sum up the standard of this uh, this particular league, the uh, top scorer in the league, uh, Gary Martin, an English <laughs> player, uh, he was a Middlesbrough youngster, got released in 2010, and was then turned away by Hartlepool. Wow. Just And then just goes to Iceland and wins the league and becomes top scorer. So, Greg, why don't you uh, give us the uh, final table? Before you do well, this, um, Colin, do you think if Greg can pronounce four, four or five of these correctly, we should let them have some bonus points for ballers later on? I think that's a fantastic idea, Ross. Okay, I'll give you an early hint then. So your, your points later on are worth uh, five points per correct answer. So, Greg, if you give us five pronunciations that Colin thinks is good enough, you can have an extra five points. Okay, well, they're all known by uh, initials. Surely, full name. All right, so who have we got first? Well, they're obviously from Reykjavik. So I've got that bit right. I've got the second half of that word right. Uh, is there any even any point in me having a go at this word? Number six looks doable. Let's have a look. Number six. For the no, team, Greg. No, he, no, he doesn't. None of this looks doable. <laughs> there are letters in here which aren't letters. <laughs> I mean, how do I say them? 
Creative license. <laughs> oh, I think he's passing it uh, up. No, sorry. Uh, if you lose this uh, ball by five points, you guys know who to blame. Adam, should we have a go? We? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you, you try one first. Um... I reckon sure. go for the team that finished eighth. The team that finished eighth. <laughs> Kafalivik Iprota Og Ungmaglaflag. <laughs> How about you, Colin? But I like that. Yeah, they're I one of my favourites. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, do number nine. Oh, that's that's easy. <laughs> Iprota Felagid Poor. <laughs> Is that, that I don't think that's a P that's a, as well. Yeah, I think so. Kind of the loops halfway down the actual line. Um, I'm gutted that my uh, my favourite Icelandic team got relegated. Ungmenfelegid <laughs> Vikingu. If you can do one more, you can have five points. Why did you say Vikingu? That's cl- that must be Vikings. Yeah. No, but they're Icelandic. <laughs> they say it differently. One more. Strajana Cantulabrabadlidid. I don't even know which one you tried there. <laughs> Number three. Oh wow! Should we give him? Uh, should we give him? It does begin with an S. Yeah, I, I think so, Ross. Yeah, we'll, we'll I picked it. I got halfway through it, and then I really regretted picking it. <laughs> we'll give you five points. Uh, cheers for that round up, Tom. Um, Adam is great. Is uh, Greg is as James isn't here. Uh, give us a quick round up of France. Then. So we, we've got teams who should win who who do win. <laughs> so um, PSG they did win. They won two 0 at Toulouse um, with p- players who should score scoring. And Cavani scored a penalty, and uh, Marquinhos scored for them. Um, so that's taken them to the top of the table. But Monaco currently playing as we record. It's currently one all in that game. Mm. So, if they were to, if the score was, was to stay level, they would go top, but that would be purely on goal difference. Um, so, mm. it's staying tight in um, staying tight in in Liga. Um, Valenciennes, they still bottom. <laughs> they lost two 0 to um, Social, and well, I was just pick another random team. Leon, they played Lille, and um, they had all the fun of the fair in a nil-nil draw. Okay, so we're going to the betting corner now. Um, unbelievably, the week James isn't here is the week his treble comes in. Uh, he won £70 last week, so that moves him up into second place in the table. Uh, we all lost yet again. Uh, so the table currently stands as Greg is still our leader with plus 10, He's getting close to that zero mark. Uh, James in second place, minus seven. Colin, third, minus 11. Me in fourth, and minus 30. Tom in fifth, and minus 43. And Adam, bottom of the pile, on minus 80. Uh, so we'll start from the top. Greg, what have you got for this week? I have gone for um, a triple, a Champions League one. I've got AC Milan to win away at Ajax, CSK Moscow to beat Pleasanton, and Bayer Leverkusen to beat Real Sociedad. £10 return, £64.17. Excellent, thank you very much. And uh, as James isn't here, I will do a bet for him. Can we do like a spread bet one? So one of those ones where he could potentially lose more than the £10 that we're going to stake <laughs> to make us feel better. Uh, yeah, if you want to come up with one quick, yeah. That's... No, I can't come up with one quick. Oh. I've just been vindictive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well I'm going to go for Millwall to carry on their good run of form. And I'm going to have them to beat Birmingham by three goals or more at 20, Le- 20 to 1. Low my thin. This is dangerous. <laughs> They're away from home as well. Haven't they won three games in a row, though? They have, but they've only played us and Charlton. It's two <sighs> fairly terrible teams. Should I not go for that? Playing with, playing with five. No, let's go, no, for, go it. for it. Okay, I could go for a Steve Morrison bet. No, I think <laughs> what you got. Okay, so Millwall to win by three goals or more. Away at Birmingham will return James £210. It's quite like one of his own bets, anyway. Um, Colin, dropping down his table. I, I know, and uh, yet again, like I think uh, some of the other Man on the Post members, let down by one result, yet again. 
Um, for me, it was uh, Manchester United who stank out my bet last week. <laughs> um, so I've gone for a quadruple, four teams this week. Uh, in the Scottish Premiership on Monday, I've gone for Aberdeen to beat St Mirren. In the Champions League, I've gone for Real Madrid to beat FC Copenhagen. In the Europa League, I've gone for Swansea to beat St Gallen. And in Scottish League One, I've gone for Rangers to beat Air. £10 returns £36. Excellent. Thank you very much. Um, I've gone for uh, just a double on Monday night. I've gone for Fiorentina and Everton to both win. Uh, £10 returns £30. Uh, Tom, what you got? Yeah, well, I would have won 100 quid as well last week if Connor Salmon could hit a barn door. <laughs> so thanks, Connor. You don't want to rely um, on him. Yeah, I've also gone for a Champions League treble, not a triple, as Greg calls it. <laughs> um, on Tuesday, I've got Barcelona to score three or more against Celtic. Yep. Uh, that was before I heard Lionel Messi was injured, so uh, <laughs> You're worried, but I can't be bothered to change it. <laughs> and on Wednesday, I've got CSK Moscow to beat Victoria Pulsen and Real Madrid to win to nil against Copenhagen, and that will return at £61. Okay, thank you. And Adam, I just I've, I've got got to trim down the number of games to reduce this this chance of missing out by one, because um, it's it's just starting to hurt after a while. Yeah, <clears throat> like just like Colin, I got let down by a Manchester club, and this time it was just Manchester City. They cost me one hundred and thirty odd pounds. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so um, I've gone for Paris Saint Germain to beat Benfica in the Champions League. Tottenham to beat Andy Makakala in the Europa League, Malaga to beat Osasuna in La Liga, and Inverness to beat St Johnston in the Scottish Premier League, and my £10 returns £102.14. Excellent. Well, it, it won't, though, because one team will let you down. <laughs> Inverness, am I guess. We were wrong last week, though. We thought Liverpool. There was a chance when it could have been Juve. They were 1-0 down, and I thought, this is it. It's happening early. <laughs> yeah. Turn it around. I reckon it's going to be Tottenham. Eastern Europe. Yeah, I think Tottenham as well. Yeah, they've got the squad. True. That's why I've gone in Vanessa. Anyway, we're delaying the inevitable. It's time for the greatest part of the week. It's ballers. Let's get ready to rumble. Let's get ready for ballers. Football's biggest conversation. Welcomes football's biggest quiz. It's ballers. Successfully answering questions in the rapid fire round allows a man of the post team to accumulate points to be used in the Super Showdown. In the Super Showdown, the man of the post members must work as a team in order to win. You say quiz, I say ballers. It's showtime. Let's play ballers. Hi and welcome to this week's edition of Ballers. Two rounds, as always. The rapid fire round, followed by the super showdown question, where everybody has to work as a team. We're going to jump straight into the rapid fire round. We've changed the order a little bit this time, so uh, the order we'll be going through will be, the first question will go to Tom, then Greg, then Adam, and then back to you, Tom. So... Ross, if we could please have three minutes on the stopwatch. Yep, they're on there, and I can confirm that five points will be your reward for every correct answer. And through your great work in the Icelandic League, you're, you're already starting on five points. Ah, yes. So uh, this could be a great result for the man on the post team. The three minutes will start as soon as I've uh, completed the first question, which is going to be with you, Tom. So... Here goes. Tom, which is the only club to have appeared in the Premier League and an FA Trophy final? Um, Wigan. Correct. Unbelievable. <laughs> Greg, which player scored the most goals for England during 2012? Um, Wayne Rooney. No, it was Danny Welbeck. Adam. Right. Wow. Adam. How many times have Millwall reached the FA Cup semi-finals? Two, three, four, or five times? Two. Five times. Tom, 
Which club has the which club has lost the most League Cup finals? Arsenal or Tottenham? Arsenal. Uh, Correct. Arsenal have lost five of the uh, seven football league cups that they've been in. Greg, which Welsh footballer has won the most Premier League Player of the Month awards? Ashley William. No, Gareth Bale. Adam, which Ashley current William? <laughs> what it seems Adam. too obvious. <laughs> <laughs> why did anyone think? Why is it Ryan Giggs? Yeah, hey, we're Giggs wasting time. Bell got three. Adam, which current Premier League manager has previously won the Football League trophy, aka the Johnston Paints trophy? Malky Mackay. Alan Pardew. He did it with Southampton. Tom, which team has the most third-placed Premier League finishers? Liverpool. Correct. Greg, how many first-team appearances did Roy Keane make in his career? 402, 462, 502, 608. Uh, the third one. 502? Yeah. Wrong. 462. Adam, who is the only current West Ham player to have made 150 or more Premier League appearances? Kevin Nolan, James Tompkins, Mark Noble or James Collins? Kevin Nolan. Wrong, it's Mark Noble. Tom, name one player contracted to Celtic at the time who appeared at the 2010 World Cup. Uh, George Osamras. Correct. Greg, how many goals for Tottenham does Jermaine Defoe currently have? 99, 106, 139, 150. 139. Correct. Adam, which Sunderland player scored more Premier League goals? Kevin Phillips, Niall Quinn or Kenwyn Jones? Kevin Phillips. Correct. Tom, who was the last player playing for a Premier League club to score a Champions League hat-trick? Um, uh, Van Persie. It was Gareth Bale who scored a hat-trick against Inter. Oh, yeah. Gre- Greg, who was Portsmouth's top goalscorer in the 2011-2012 season? Christ, I should know this. David Nugent. Wrong. It's Isal McLeod with 11 goals. You've answered 14 questions and you've got one, two, three, four, five, six of them right. Add on your bonus points. You've got 35 points to play with. So now we go to the Super Showdown question. The Man on the Post team have got a 35 buffer either above or below the answer that they uh, agree on as a team and you should be familiar with this question you should have some uh, good insight into this because it evolves around the clubs you support so we've got two Pompey supporters we've got an Everton supporter and they're the two teams that we're going to be uh, talking about in the Super Showdown okay not counting the current season over the last past three seasons, so we're talking 2010-11, 2011-12, I'd like you to calculate how many combined league goals have been scored by Everton and Portsmouth. Time starts now. Cool. We, we've you been relegated quite a lot, <laughs> so we wouldn't have scored many. We've got we've got three, two relegations there. I reckon uh, forty six league games. We must have scored about a goal a game. Yeah, I reckon about one hundred and fifty for us. Um, don't, maybe not. Uh, uh, nah, yeah. we yeah, I reckon one hundred and fifty for us. So it's all on you, Adam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How many goals do you reckon? It, oh, Jesus. Um, I'd say one and up. I'd go Everton don't eight. score bucket Can loads. Do... Sixty, ninety. Didn't you have? Didn't you have a, like a record where like was that twenty games in a row where both teams had scored or something? Yeah, just one nil. A lot of one nils as well. Oh, that doesn't really help us then. Ninety. Um... So you've got what about one hundred and fifteen games? I reckon it's probably about fifty. I reckon it's about. 150 as well. I think it's probably probably about 
of the season. So if you add, get your calculator remember, out, we have to, we, and add remember, up 150 you, and 150. But remember you played more games. Do you, do you not think you'd score more than 150 goals? No. no. We got relegated twice. We've been That's relegated twice. Game. And had we're to going 300. Goals. Which way are we going? Two. Over or on? One. Over. Time up. Over, yeah. I reckon over. Are you sure you've only scored 100? Yeah. <laughs> the time is up. What is your answer, gentlemen? 300, 300 yep. and over. Okay. So you guys will win if the, the correct answer is anywhere between 300 and 335. Okay. Well, what I will tell you is I'll, I'll go through it season by season by season. So let's start the furthest away, 2010-11. Portsmouth scored 53 goals. Everton yeah. scored 50. Ideal. 2011-2012, <laughs> both teams scored the same. And that was 50 goals. In 2012-2013, Portsmouth scored 51. Everton scored 55. Boom. <laughs> so... Uh, the totals for Pompey over three years was 154. The totals for Everton over three years was 155. That gives you a total of 310. Congratulations, man on the post team. It's 5-4. Well, well, guys. <laughs> I knew you had that calculator for a reason. <laughs> so thank you for joining us for Ballers, and we'll see you again, same time, same place, next week. You are listening to Man on the Post podcast. Why not check out our website over at manonthepost.com? You can also follow us on Twitter at manonthepost, and most importantly, please head over to iTunes to rate and review us. Thanks for listening. Now back to the show. And um, with the Man on the Post team drawing ever closer in uh, Ballers 5 4 now, that brings an end to this week's Man on the Post podcast. Uh, once again, I'd like to promote some podcasts. Some guys I met at Eurogamer yesterday, they were fantastic. So, the, the Gamer Dads, whenever they do a podcast again, check them out. Uh, Obviously, Ready Player Two, which is my video game show. Uh, his and hers movie reviews. Check them out, as always. They're brilliant. Um, and anything from the Palace of Wisdom. Uh, anyone else got anything they'd like to plug? Colin, we're in a competition, aren't we? Um, yeah, I'd like to promote the Football Blogging Awards. Um, thank you to all of you guys who have already voted for us. Um, I haven't managed to get round to it yet, but I will be contacting you via direct messages on on Twitter to those of you who voted on Twitter um, try and get some details from you so we can get an exclusive man on the post fridge magnet coming your way soon um, it's simple to vote for us if you like us as uh, a podcast there's a best football podcast category in the football blogging awards you can go to footballbloggingawards.co.uk um, that's got all the details and there's a, a, a link there which tells you how you can vote excellent thanks very much uh, so that's all from me uh, it's goodbye from Adam bye goodbye from Greg see you there goodbye from Tom bye and goodbye from Colin goodbye and until next week always remember to have your man on the post but you have to remember we're going to get through the pretty quickly without James being here. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> without him going, um, uh, <laughs> um, Wait, you, did you say we've got three questions each and there's 21? Oh yeah, sorry, yeah, more questions. There's not seven of us. <laughs> no. <laughs> seven, yeah, sorry, I was counting in threes. Do you mean we've got seven questions each? You have, and... that's right. Do this. Colin. Do, do, do that right, again. Tom, you've got the pen and paper. I've got, I've got the calculator, right? Okay. <laughs> do you want me to do, do that, that again? Do that again, Ross. So, so they've got six correct answers. Uh, yeah, they answered 14 questions. Six of them yep. were correct. We gave them five bonus points. We did. So that's 11. Oh, I, thought, I thought we were getting no, five. You've, you've added the five on and then multiplied by five. <laughs> yeah, that's what we were doing, wasn't it? No. You're getting five oh, extra right. points. Oh. <laughs> Okay, yeah. fair enough. So that's, uh, that's yeah. So I mean, I like your thinking, Colin, but <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I, that's why I thought it'd be quite easy for you to get this one. But uh... no numbers that are really similar, don't it? Is that that's good?
It's not bad for Everton, is it? 50 goals over 38 games. I don't know what's considered... It's alright, isn't it? 50 goals in a... Yeah. It's not even that bad for Pompey, considering you've been relegated twice in three seasons. I'm surprised at how close you were to getting that score. Yeah, Yeah, you're, what, 10 points out? (laughs) We We should have said, yeah, if we got it exactly... 50 a season and then we would have we'd be done after about 5 seconds yeah. <laughs> I was getting worried when you went 150 after about 10 seconds oh shit <laughs> but um, well next week we're going to have a Millwall related answer so James can participate in this part of the competition <laughs> the problem is it won't help you no. <laughs> can participate I'm just going to have to learn about Millwall <laughs> can you have a Marvin Sordell related question just really piss him off So thanks for joining us here on Ballers and we'll hear you again. No, you won't hear hear you again. No. (laughs) Right, okay. Start again. Do the same joke about same time next week, Colin. (laughs) I'll say the same thing at the same time next week.